You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Under the Dome after show. It is episode 108, Thicker Than Water. I am Matt Lieberman, and joining me as always is the wonderful, fantastic Miss Jackie Borowski. Hi. I keep forgetting that uh, there are people just listening to it, and so then I wave, and then there's a pause. It's okay. You're allowed. You're allowed to do it. It's late at night here in the City of Angels. So uh, normally we tape this show on Thursday nights. The show airs Monday nights at 10. So uh, we've had some discussion on the iTunes and the YouTube about why uh, don't we have the show out every Tuesday. And I just wanted to address that really quickly. Uh, So Jackie and I love doing this after show. Uh, we, We do it for free. Out of the the goodness of our hearts, and because we love the show so much. However, uh, here in California, we don't get the East Coast feed of the show. So if the show doesn't air until ten, we ta- we're supposed to tape right after it airs. So we'd be taping at eleven o'clock at night, which is what we're doing. <laughs> which tonight. is what we're doing now. <laughs> what we're doing tonight, uh, because I'm going I'm going out of town for for about a week. Me too. And Jackie's also going out of town. So uh, we we tape it on Thursdays to accommodate our schedules because we both work full time uh, and we we love doing this show and thank you for putting up with our schedule buffoonery. Um, but I'm sure it's exciting to get this episode early this week. So you are welcome. <laughs> so much to talk about. Uh, we we had an explosion. We had some betrayal. Uh, we had some dome egg action. Yes, some mini dome action. Uh, we let's let's take it let's take it from uh, Jim and Junior. So we've got this whole big standoff, right? Jim and Ollie pitted against each other for the control of the town, and Jim refuses to lose control of this well. He he wants it so badly he can taste that water. And Ali has banded together all the other farmers. It's to because get him it's to back the only off. thing left that he doesn't have control of, really, and he's not used to not being in control. Absolutely. Well, it's the one. Th- it's a the one major factor that he can't control, and it's probably the most important factor yes. going forward. Because in that exchange that he has with Angie, briefly. Um, you know, he's like, uh, moving, you gotta be smarter moving forward. She's like, mm-hmm. moving forward, does that mean you don't think this thing's ever gonna go away? And if it doesn't go away, water is the single most important resource. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's how we grow the food, and it also, you can't survive more than, what, two, three days without water? It's like barely two days I don't as know you for take sure. a sip of water. I don't know for sure. Okay. I can't survive without, like, ten minutes. I'm pretty sure it's two <laughs> days. I'm pretty sure it's two days without, without fresh water. Um, but he and Junior, their relationship got even more strained this week to the point where Junior had a shotgun pointed in his dad's face. 
Uh, and how about like when he cracked him with the butt of that shotgun? That was... I, I definitely thought it was going to take him longer to revive after yeah. that hit because it looked pretty hard. That was a big hit. Yeah. That was bigger than the hit that Jim Rennie put on the guy who called him Big Jim Rennie because he wasn't very big. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, they just drag him in and he's awake. And I'm like, excuse me. How are you awake right now? Um, it's network television, and <laughs> he's loud. And dome magic. Anyway. Uh, the- Either that or he has a really thick skull, which I think is another option. Yeah. Uh, so we found out a bit more about their family this week uh, with Ollie revealing the true nature of, uh, of Junior's mother's death. And the fact that she was unstable. Which is interesting because the whole family is unstable. And it really explains Junior's extreme instability. Oh, absolutely. Well, he has his his mother's natural instability and then his father's violence and and crappy morals and, and bogus parenting. And you put all that in a blender and you hit whip. <laughs> you're going to get all, ki- all kinds of whipped up crazy. Right there. Uh, but it definitely... Thank goodness they only had one child. I know. Oh, my God. And see, that's what's going to happen, is, like, we're going to discover that he, they had... Well, there's another room in that fallout shelter, and they're just going to have, like, a sloth-like child. Like... <laughs> like Gollum? Yeah, or, well, or like Sloth from the Goonies. But, yeah, like Gollum, who's even so worse than So it's either going to be, like... Precious. Yeah. Or it's going to be like, what What does he say? He just wants... Angie. He just wants what he never had. So but Sloth from the Goonies just wanted like candy Oh, yeah, no, he just wanted Baby Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Baby? <laughs> Ruth. Ruth, baby. Anyway, th- that's off topic. Uh, <laughs> but still slightly part of the topic. Slightly part of the topic. How How great was Dean Norris... In that scene where he's We're getting down. gross with our love for Dean Norris, but I, don't I can't care. help it. I, I can't help it. If loving Dean Norris is wrong, I don't want to be right. If loving Dean Norris is wrong, <laughs> we don't, don't want to be, be right. right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stephen Lemieux from the booth joining in on that sweet, sweet groove action. <laughs> uh, but, like, you take that scene and then you stack it up against anything that he does uh, in Breaking Bad, which I know we, we compare the performances all the time, but it's the only other major performance we've really right, seen of him. Right. And it's just, it's night and day. Like, They're very different characters. Very different characters. But subtle differences. Subtle differences airing at the exact same time. And it, it's just such a trip, especially because they air a day apart to see two drastically different characters. And it just shows how versatile he is, mm-hmm. which is just super, super, super great. That scene where they're circling. And I, I'll give this to the, the actor who plays Junior. He's um, he's pretty much a newcomer. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's, there's not much to his IMDb credits. But he, him and... Dean Norris in the showdown in the house where they're ba- where it's basically one off the other you could feel the intensity between them. Oh, absolutely. And it was it was absolutely magnetic to watch and then this and then just subtle like shifts of posture, shifts of of um uh where they're standing, mm-hmm. little things like that and you're like, "Ooh, Ooh, this is this is a power play, and it's heartbreaking that it's heartbreaking that it got this bad, that it went yes. this far. He's just like you're a monster, and I want nothing to do with you. I wish you were never born, you know. I wish your mother had never had never birthed you, you know. Like that's just 
for an already unstable person right. to hear this stuff, it's only pushing him further and further towards the edge, as as evidenced by uh, the what happened later in the episode. Which is weird, because in the end of the episode, he stands with his dad. Yeah. Which... You know, I totally didn't see that coming. No, but at the same time, you can't kill Big Jim Rennie this early in the game. No, but I mean, they could have had anybody else come in and save him. But they chose, there's a specific reason they chose to have Junior do it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, alternatively, Linda points out when they're outside trying to get into Ollie's house. Yeah. She tells Big Jim, you can't just go shooting people. Your son's in there. And he... His answer is pretty much, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, he betrayed me. Yeah. He betrayed me. And and, you- and it's weird because it's like he does not have this sense of loyalty to his son, but his son has it to him. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, he, he, he doesn't have a sense of loyalty to anyone yeah. except for, you know, himself and in his own mind. And the, the town. town. Yeah. The town, but not the people. It's the people, it, it's like his his mental version of the people. The right. version of the people that want him to to lead them. Yes. The, like the, sheep. That is as far as his love for the people extends. Yes. He just wants the town because that's where he grew up and that's the easiest thing that he can shape and build and, and he control. wants to be in power, yeah. Yeah. Um, when the monarch will be crowned, when that kept getting, when that started getting said... Uh, by the mini dome, which we'll get to later in more in depth. Uh, I was thinking, okay, they're talking about this, this, uh, Big Jim Ollie conflict. Yes. And that once Ollie's out of the way, Big Jim will be the monarch. Uh, this appears not to be the case. It could have double meanings, though. It could I have, do du- think so. It could have double meanings, but then why would they show specifically the monarch butterfly tattoo? on Angie's shoulder and you were the one who pointed out like are those butterflies that we've been seeing are they monarch butterflies and they totally are and that when uh, Barbie's digging the grave for um, Alice yeah. there's a monarch butterfly where well, I'm not a butterfly expert I am assuming it's a monarch butterfly that's right. flying well it's orange orange and black butterfly I'm pretty sure is a monarch butterfly uh, if if I'm wrong tell me just tell me straight up I won't be mad just tell me, um, but pretty sh- we're going off of that of that uh, assumption. Yes, we're going off of that assumption. How, how did that butterfly get inside the dome? Weren't all the butterflies on the outside of the dome? Yes, but I mean, no, I imagine- even in that scene where Lester dies, I think the butterflies on the outside. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I imagine that there were probably some butterflies inside the dome when it fell down. But what if? What if monarch butterflies, if they are somehow connected to this dome, what if monarch butterflies can pass through the dome? I know that's a stretch. I know that's a huge stretch and that it's not like, okay, this dome was was erected by monarch butterflies and they have some kind of mental connection that's holding this dome together. And when they get a large enough cloud of monarch butterflies, they achieve have sentience. Have you seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yes, I have. It's just making me think of how of the, the like, mice and oh, the, the dolphins yeah. and the mice and the dolphins are like the smartest. Well, the in- monarch butterflies have built the dome. Yeah, and they are secretly the smartest beings on the planet. What if that's true? <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean they're the ones who have been keeping the planet going by pollinating plants. 
And looking beautiful as they do it. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's entirely possible. We can't dismiss this train of thought. That is true. Just because we it cannot. sounds wackadoo crazy. <laughs> That's the great thing about this show. We can sit here and we can spout as many crazy theories as we want. And they could totally be right because we don't have enough answers to conclusively prove them that wrong. That is true. And crazier things have happened on the show. Yeah. Like Junior siding with his dad. And do you think that... And here's my thought. Do you think he actually meant what he was saying about the Trojan horse? Or did he just come up with it? Because it seemed to me like Junior's so reactionary. I feel like everything he's done for the most part up until this point has been pure emotion. Yeah. So he has like the emotion where he's like, I'm mad at my dad. I'm going to join Ollie. And then he has the emotion where... Now I'm feeling all sads about my mom and, like, feeling connected to my dad. So now I'm going to stick up for my dad when he's going to get shot. Like, it's, that's like a gut reaction. I don't think it. I don't think he's really a planner to that level. And I, I feel like he's just telling Linda that to be like, please don't think I'm really crazy because I am. I 100% agree with you. I'll take that even a little bit further and say not only was the Trojan horse thing an excuse, I don't think that him killing Ollie is necessarily him siding with his dad. When he joined up with Ollie, he asked for one thing. He said, uh, leave my father to me. I want to be the Don't kill my dad. I want to be the one that kills him. And then Ollie goes to kill his dad when he th- when he thinks that that Junior isn't going to do it. We don't know that Junior Junior still might have gone through with it, but he told him, "Don't cross me, don't kill my dad." So when he goes to kill his dad, he kills Ollie instead. He might still kill his dad later on. That is true. He still might kill his dad. I I do think that seeing his dad break down in tears, which I mean, like. I have to imagine he's never seen that before or hasn't seen right. that since his mom died. And again, what great acting from Dean Norris. Absolutely. It was it was a really, really amazing performance. But th- that's my point exactly, is that affects you. Mm-hmm. I mean, even someone as, as far gone emotionally as Junior has to be affected by seeing that. And it, it definitely made him waver. And then rather than have Ollie take him out... He took out Ollie instead. And again, I had this uh, little moment of when he's listening to his dad and finally hearing his dad tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I had this moment, I I had it like once before, of sympathy for Junior where you're like, this guy's life is so messed up and his parents are so messed up. He and, never had a chance. Yeah. And you just get that feeling of he is finally getting told the truth and how miserable he must feel. And he's still whether reactionary or whatever makes that decision to save his dad in that instant. And I like, I had that one moment of good on you, junior, but I still think you're creepy. It's still, (laughs) it's still his second cold blooded murder in as many days. I mean, well, okay. Maybe this isn't cold blooded murder because it was self defense ish, but it's still his second murder in two days. Yes. Dude is effed up in the brain. He's a killer. And we need to stop him. Okay, uh, before we move on, I want to talk about something real quick. Uh, viewers and listeners at home uh, have likely heard me talk about it before, uh, but there is a movie called The Adventures of Serial Buddies that the founders of AfterBuzz, Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menunos, made earlier this year. It's a super funny, dark comedy 
uh, starring some great young L.A. comedians and packed with celebrity cameos. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is in it. Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, Maria Menounos herself is in it. Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls. Henry Winkler, Christopher McDonald from Happy Gilmore. Artie Lang is in it. Uh, it's super funny and dark and twisted, and it is now available online uh, on iTunes and at SerialBuddies.com, $4.99 to rent, $5.99 to buy. It is also available on video on-demand services. I believe it's on Time Warner Cable, uh, as few as well as a few other cable services. Uh, any any of you who purchase or rent this movie, all that money goes right back into AfterBuzz to keep us here making great free content for you. Uh, and it helps us build our third studio so we can make even more shows and we can do them three at a time live. Uh, so yeah, please help us continue to give you the same great content that you've come to love from AfterBuzz TV. Now, let's talk about Barbie and Linda and how they fit into this whole standoff situation. So like Barbie's kind of becoming, he's getting more comfortable in his freelance deputy role. I love that he chooses the term freelance deputy because he does not want to be seen as the establishment. The establishment. Yeah. Yeah. He's just so done with that. Post-military, he does not want to be in any kind of place of power. But I think also he doesn't want to be a part of the system because he doesn't want to be looked at that closely. Yes. Because yes. once you're a part of the system, people start asking, wait, well, what, what are your qualifications? Yes. Who are you? You're an and outsider. I, and definitely, um, what's interesting is in the book, Barbie is put in charge because of his past military experience by the president. They get like an order, they get like a call what? from the president and he's put in charge. How did they get a call through the dome? They can get calls and the internet through the dome, not... In the book, it's not a call from the president. It's a call from a colonel who's working for the president. Okay. But, um, but yeah, they can get calls on the internet through the dome in the book. Oh, so the, this dome is more draconian than that dome. Yes. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he, it's almost the same kind of thing where he's put in charge and um, Big Jim is trying to keep charge of the town and their heads are budding because... For the exact same reasons, because he's an outsider. He's not really a part of the town. And Big Jim is like, well, who are you to do this? And it makes it even worse that somebody outside the dome is basically saying, he's like, oh, I have this authority from outside the dome. Yeah. You know? Hmm. But he doesn't necessarily want it either. No. I think he, he'd rather live a quiet life after no. what he's seen in the military and working for the mob. And now he's wrapped up in this relationship uh, which he still hasn't told her that he killed that he killed her her husband, and then they're having that conversation while he's digging a grave, and she's like, "Nice grave work, Army Corners," and he's he's like, "I think that has uh, is That's more beds. to do with beds," yeah. and she's like, "Oh yeah," as she thinks of him in her bed. This guy. Oh my gosh! And what was? Didn't she say something schmuck. about partners dying or something? Yeah, it was like something like that. Like I can't imagine how what I I can't imagine losing a spouse like that as he's digging the grave. Exactly, he and he like he 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 stops and he's like, uh, <laughs> awkward uh, times. Too awkward. <laughs> oh, we're having sex, and I totally killed your husband. Oh, but I enjoy it too much to stop her to tell you. Oh, come on, buddy, find your moral center. 
He, he, it's, it's upsetting to me that she doesn't know because she's going to be so pissed and so sad. And, like, how do you bounce back from something like that? I feel like if he had told her... Do you think do you think that maybe he's waiting till she just like totally forgets about her husband and just is so in love with him that it doesn't matter? I mean like in a situation comedy kind of thing. Well where it's like, yeah, you did all these crappy things, but you're so awesome now and my husband's dead. I don't think that that's it, I'll take I'll take a riff on that in that he hopes that he she never finds out that he's dead. Yeah, that that's a good And point. uh yeah, maybe he does like her so much that he wants her to to fall in love with him, just forget the husband, and then he can just move right in, and then he'll never have to deal with it. But that won't happen because this is television, and stuff comes back. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. He needs to realize he's on a TV show, and he <laughs> even needs- in real life, you can't hide the fact that you killed someone's husband. No, come come now, come come now. <laughs> even if you are a member of the police, no, someone is going to dig up that body before the end of the season. I guarantee it. Uh, but Linda, and they're going to find out what happened in the cabin. Oh, they are going to find out what happened in the cabin, and then they're totally going to convert the cabin into an awesome bar underground. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, how great would that be? Why is there not any more of the cabin? I know we need we, to go back to the. We cabin. We have not seen our favorite location. Yeah, anymore. maybe if if Nori and Carolyn are going to move out of Joe and Angie's house, maybe they move to the cabin. They can clean up the cabin. Clean up the cabin and make a nice frontier home. Yes. Yes. I 100% support this this train of thought and the action, and I salute them in their and new the importance, lives. And the importance this has to the plot. Yes. It's so important. <laughs> we wouldn't be harping on this if we didn't think that the cabin know had it's important. some serious significance. We're bringing its importance to what you. What if the cabin brought the dome? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see uh, unless you're watching on YouTube. Our our engineer just uh, changed the under the dome logo to under the dumb. That's only for the cabin idea. <laughs> you just involved? yeah, just in response to our terrible idea involving the cabin. Which just because we like the cabin, Steve, doesn't mean you have to be a hater. Yeah, don't hate <laughs> cabin bait. All right. <laughs> It's not even a word. We are moving forward. Linda. Let's talk Linda. She hasn't had a ton to do. She's mostly been like serving per- like serving her purpose, like just doing sheriff stuff. Right. As the town's like one non-wavering moral compass. Exactly. But I want to see her have like any kind of character development in the next couple of episodes because she hasn't gotten a ton yeah. since visiting day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's the big problem right there. And she there. spends a lot of time, you know, being the more... I think she's more of... Rather than... I, I think it's more about what she stands for. Yeah. You know, she stands for that authority figure that actually has a moral compass that's saying, no, we can't do this. You need the person in town who's going to be like, okay, you can't just shoot first and ask questions later. You can't kill the people in the town. Yeah. But, like, she says that, but what is she backing it up with? What is she backing it up with? She's uh-huh. like, Junior, stop killing people. He's like, oh, okay, I'll try better. You're on probation. You're on probation. Give me that gun back. Where okay, did you get PS, this? P.S. Uh, okay, first off, the that little area in the back, shouldn't it be locked? Totally. 
But apparently everyone has the keys. Everyone has the keys because it's small town. Yeah. And so, then Junior goes back and apparently there's the biggest gun ever waiting for him that yep. is like the size of his body. I'm like, Junior just... And he's got a huge body. Yeah. He didn't go back there and pick up like a pistol, you know, nothing yeah. he could just slip into his belt. No, he needs an elephant gun for patrol. Right. Yeah. Uh, and of course, all small towns need at least one elephant gun or 50 caliber <laughs> sniper rifle in their armory. Um, I just want to see her get some kind of character development. The problem is, and I think that this is why we haven't gotten a ton of stuff for her, is, char- is that the creators might not know who to pair her with for story. Mm. Because like... You know, Barbie and Julia have chemistry. Barbie and Joe have chemistry. Uh, Julia and Joe have a storyline related to the dome. You know, she's not. uh, Linda isn't going to get a romantic storyline because we met her her husband outside the dome, and she Mm -hmm. still loves him. So it's kind of like, well, what stories do we tell with her other than sheriff stories? Right. And I hope that we get to see some variety uh, coming up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, uh, thank you to everybody who's reached out to us on YouTube and on Twitter and who have commented uh, or reviewed on iTunes. Uh, please keep it up. We love uh, getting feedback, and please continue to review us on iTunes because that is how we get tracked here at AfterBuzz, and it's how we know that we're doing a good job. Um, uh, and a shout-out to a new viewer who is who's watching from Seattle uh, I, I saw on the, the YouTube comments section earlier today. So we like to read the comments to and, um, and respond, to, and the respond to the comments. Yeah, because you guys rock. You watch our show. We make this show for you. So let's just be one big, great big family under this dome called life. <laughs> under the dome of life. Under the dome Next of life. Next to the cabin. Next to the cabin. Okay. <laughs> so, cabin vape. Yeah, let's cabin. Let's cabin vape. Yeah, let's cabin vape. Let's turn this cabin up another notch. So, Joe and Julia. Joe is not sure what to do. He's like in dumb teenage boy mode. He's in dumb teenage boy mode where he doesn't understand how girls work when they're mourning their dead mom. Okay. Joe, you got you to smarten up, buddy. And I'm really sad that Alice didn't come back to life. I was really waiting for zombie I Alice. Know. She it's still very might. Upsetting. She still might. There still might be zombie Alice. We got I did some not pink star buried. action. We yeah. got some pink star action this week, which uh, the pink star action, I'm going to just start talking about this now because there's no way we're not going to not yes. talk about it. So the pink stars started moving uh, started moving when this week? I'm pretty sure it was when the last episode. No, no, no. But then this week we we first saw them. I think when Nori uh told Joe that they shouldn't be around each other. Oh yes. And then we got major activity yes. from the egg. So we know that the pink stars are driven by their emotions. Yes. Um. So curiouser and curiouser, uh, and and Joe feels bad because Nori's saying you know. It's our fault. It's our fault. And it's also your fault that my mom is dead. If we hadn't gone to that mini dome, if we hadn't touched it, my mom would still be alive. And that is your fault. Really heavy to drop on a kid, especially when you've only been dating him for like a week. Jesus. She was just upset. And Joe was the nearest scapegoat. He's dumb and she's difficult. And God, I just want them to be happy. 
It's it's a problem. I want them to just be smarter with each other, and he needs to be smarter about what he says to Julia. But they're teenagers. It's you know that's how you know when remember when you were a teenager. Yeah, I was dumb too. But it's, <laughs> not dumb. But it's just like you had these knee jerk reactions because you have all these hormones and emotions. Yeah. Oh, I was super angsty. You know, but it's like I just can't help but expect the world from people, especially fictional people. Yeah. Because, you know, you're writing them, so you could write them smarter. Um, he lets slip to Julia that there's a mini dome with an egg inside. Yes. And, of course, Julia being Julia, she's like, show it to me right now because I'm an investigative journalist and I need to know everything. But see, Julia already knows that, you know, they have dome magic inside them, so... That's true. It can't be too bad. Yeah. He trusts her. He probably thinks it can't be too bad because he trusts her from the their dome magic yeah. Experience. Dome germs, dome microbes, domachlorians, whatever they are, uh, midomachlorians, whatever's going on inside of their bodies. Dome thetans. Dome thetans, exactly. If whatever these dome thetans are doing, uh, we really want to know what's up. Okay. So I had a theory that really freaks me out and I hope it's not true. Uh, and I- I'm just going to call it the the Luke Leia theory, which is that, okay, so at the end of the episode, we discover, or at least we assume, based on the ang- based on the angle and the reveal of, of Angie after talking about the monarch thing, right? Mm-hmm. That Angie also has dome powers. Yes. And that we haven't seen them exhibited yet because she was underground for so long. Yes. Yes. So she hasn't had as much much uh, open air and we know she has a seizure dome. in the next episode. Yes, we saw in the, in the preview that in the next episode she has a seizure and she starts saying the pink the stars pink falling stars. in lines. Yeah. Okay, so we we were like originally it was like okay, it's just Joe and Nori. What connects the two of them? We don't know yet. But Joe and his sister both have dome powers, and now I'm worried that somehow. Nori is related to them, and then the force everything... is strong in Nori too. Exactly, yeah. and that everything that they've been doing is gross brother sister stuff. Exactly, that was my face when I first thought of it, and I really. But hope it that makes that... sense. It makes sense, and I'm really, really uh, uh, grossed out by it. But what if that's what, what's what's up? Are we are are we able to have but that storyline on CBS? But see. She maybe it's just a relative. Not that not that making out with your cousin is something I condone or endorse. Sure, but we know who uh, Nori's biological parents are, and they are not Joe's biological parents. Yeah, but so maybe know. it's just maybe she turns out to be his second cousin once removed. Yeah, something like and that. And this turns out to be like a. Isn't that acceptable yeah. in, like, Jane Eyre books or yeah, something? Yeah, or, like, they're both descended from the same alien that came to Earth in the Egypt times and whatever. Something like that. Or they were monarch butterflies but hatched into people and then just made everybody else forget that that's how they came to be. It's an entirely plausible train of thought that we are going to just step off and walk <laughs> away from. Okay. Um, so Julie, so he takes Julia to the dome or to the mini dome mm-hmm. and Julia touches it and she sees a second Joe and second Joe speaks and she touches it like a unicorn again. Yeah. Yeah, none exactly. of this, none of this, uh, 
mean anger at the dome. Yeah. No no beating on the dome. No beating and crying. Touching on the it dome. like a unicorn. I just want someone to just just go right up to him and just just slam their hand on it. Just like uh, just like firm, like like a high five. Like, what's up, dome? Like pound the dome. Yeah. Give it a little <laughs> a little love. A little a little uh like prison style. You know? When you got the guy on one side and the other side of the glass, they pound through the glass. That's uh that's prison How love. How do you know this about prison love? Television. Oh. Television, movies. Books, audiobooks, <laughs> podcasts, uh, e-journalism, <laughs> and he just put under the dumb back. Now I, I just I get the sense now that this is what's going to happen anytime that I stray too far into being stupid. Okay, thank you, Steve. That is a clear reminder to stay on task. Uh, so, what is up with this egg? <sighs> It's like it's not gonna hatch dragons. It's not gonna hatch dragons. Someone on on YouTube said it was. Although it really Khaleesi's did egg. make me laugh out loud when yeah. I read it. But like the pink stars are falling up and down in this thing, and and it's building up energy. The question is for what? It's it's fueled somehow by uh, Angie and Joe and Nori's emotions, and it can create mirages. Yes, and the monarch will be crowned soon. Now, if the monarch is is angie how will she be crowned and also this is a dramatic departure from the book yes because she's dead in the yes. book so we're we're in like brave new world territory yes. which is very exciting um yeah so I, I i is she gonna somehow run the town that seems unlikely doesn't it well she's running the diner and yeah. she suggest, suggests that it's open again and she has um you know, she has something on Big Jim, although what I found out, what I found to be interesting in this episode is now, because Big Jim had kicked Junior out, and Junior's, you know, says he's homeless at the end of the episode. Yeah. But now it's shifted because J- Junior, now uh, Big Jim owes Junior, essentially, for saving his life, but... W- but how does that dynamic work with the secret keeping with Angie? Because hmm. he before it was really easy for him to just push him away and be like, okay, like you stay away from Angie. I'm keeping you away. I'm keeping you in this box. But now he owes him something. So how does that play into the situation with Angie? It's complicated. I don't, I don't know that Big Jim will see it that way as he owes him because – Junior was about to kill him in the first place. Yeah. So he may still want to keep his son at arm's length. There's a reason why he was still in the jail. It was either because uh, Big Jim still didn't want him to come home or Junior didn't want to come home himself Mm -hmm. because he was that disgusted with his dad. It could be be either of those. I do think he's not going to stay away from Angie. Uh, in the next episode. Oh, no. I don't think so either. There's there's no way. No. Dude's obsessed. He's he's like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. He's just going to keep petting the soft thing until he breaks it. Uh, So I'm hoping that that doesn't happen, especially before she gets crowned and we find out what's up with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about Nori and Angie. They had kind of a bonding sesh. Yes. This week. Yeah. uh, Over snow globes. That I'm pretty sure Junior yeah, gave to her. Pretty sure. Yeah, because he's the only like rich kid in town who would probably go to all these places. Right, and um, I mean, she makes. If it was just a normal friend, you'd be like, "My friend Matt," you know. But she's like, 
my friend. Yeah. It's just like listening. Listening it's, is he here? It's like how Nori was going to camp. camp yeah. Camp, 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 camp. camp. Uh, the same camp that Angie used to go to all the time. Yes. Angie's a handful, too. So they have that handful connection. Yes. And... um which is interesting because they're both like dome children. Mm-hmm. So they have that sort of connection of being yeah. outsider misfit people. Dome children don't fit in. You yeah. know, Joe is, you know, gangly and dorky and smart. And that's why he doesn't fit in at his school. And Nori's a handful. Angie's a handful. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see like how deep that connection goes. But I love that scene where they're smashing these snow globes yes. up against the dome, having just a brief release of tension after, like, so much hurt mm-hmm. between the two of them. I mean, everything that Angie dealt with underground and, and uh, losing her mom, Nori, mm-hmm. uh, very, very difficult to have to have a moment like that has got to be very significant for them as people. Yes. Like, after just so much hurt. Yeah, so it was, it was just good to see them smiling and laughing. It was, and I like the... What's interesting is the reference that Nori basically points out that she's living in a dome mm-hmm. when they have a, when all these snow globes. Yeah, so, it's like, now I'm in a snow globe. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Angie makes the point that she's like, I used to think this town was prison, but I, I've known prison worse than that. Mm-hmm. So... I, I like those uh, dome within a dome within a dome within a dome. Yeah. Well, after last episode, there could be domes anywhere. Anything yes. can be a dome, and anyone could be a dome. Yes. I'm going as a dome for Halloween. Ooh, that's a cool costume idea. I mean, well, I guess, yeah, you just hang a dome around yourself. And then you wear a shirt with Chester's Mill on it. There you go. And then you, like... Like an American Idol, you just cross them off mm-hmm. when they're gone. Oh, and the skirt can be like the the ground, like the, the <laughs> earth. Oh, come on. It's not under the dome. It's under the dome, and that's a great costume idea. How- Halloween is imminent. Halloween is imminent, is Steve Lemieux, okay? <laughs> uh, um, I, I think it's time that we roll around to predictions. That's what I think. That, yeah, that was yeah. great, so- great prediction music great prediction music so do we <laughs> had to take the picture down guys and now you're after buzz tv you got me yeah everyone on itunes is thanking you for taking the picture down <laughs> um okay so what so what do we have what did we learn this week oh we're matt's not, headshot is up there we're not talking about matt's headshot <laughs> we're not talking about matt's headshot we're talking about under the dome okay <laughs> um so, uh, so what do we know? We have, we have mini dome and we have the egg. We know that the monarch will be crowned. We know that the dome can speak through its apparitions. And we know it speaks English. We as know you it speaks out. English. Right. Yeah. So is it earth made or has it just absorbed enough of our culture that it knows how to talk? Or my guess is it's, it's absorbed enough of our culture. I yeah. feel like that's it's the kind of being that learns things very quickly. Okay. And um, I wonder, I hope nothing happens to Joe because there was the point that Joe made to Julia that 
they saw Alice before something bad happened to Alice. Mm-hmm. And so now he's worried that something bad is going to happen to him. Although the pregnant woman saw her husband before her, she had a baby. But her husband's in the military and he might have died. Oh. We don't have yeah, any kind true. of... We don't have any kind of context for that. Yeah, we have no firm way to confirm or deny that. I I, I should think that Joe will survive... I think I think he will survive, but the, it's definitely interesting to see what happens to him, like with all this information. I, I think the bad thing could very well be that it's exposed to the town that they have these powers. Yes, yeah. And then all of a sudden, their lives become a lot more difficult. Um, I think that Angie is going to continue to solidify a place for herself in the town in this new arrangement. Um, and is going to have to keep fighting off uh, Junior, who's not going to stay away. I agree with that. And I think that um, I hope that Phil Bushy is OK. Because yeah, he got so shot many, in the chest. Yeah, because there are no we have now no um, doctors left. Yeah. And uh, five people have died. We know other people are probably wounded. Barbie basically pointed out to Big Jim, like, your method sucks because people died and I fixed the reservoir anyway. Yeah. So I think Big Jim is going to keep making bad decisions based on his personal pulls for power rather than making good decisions completely based on the needs of the people in the town. Yeah. He's 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 too wrapped up in his own pride to make the right decisions. Um, sucks to be Phil, though. Like... To just he, he gets shot in the chest and we don't even find out what happens to him. He can't get a storyline of his own? Come on, guys. And where's Dodie? Where is Dodie? We love Dodie and we want Dodie and Phil to wind up together and that's why Phil can't die. Uh, okay, uh, we, where can the people find you, Jackie? At 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter and at 123Jackie B no underscore on Instagram because I'm difficult. Yes. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. And you can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Breaking Bad and Low Winter Sun after shows. Thank you guys so much. And we will be back next Thursday with Neil Baer, the executive producer of Under the Dome. Super exciting, so please uh, get ready for that, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 